But then over by where the TV was, there was just like a floating black cloud that was even blacker than the darkness around me. Like it, it made me able to see everything else. That's how black this one thing Sounds was. Sounds like a ghost story. Yeah, dude. And I looked over it at it from the corner of my eye because I couldn't move. Sleep paralysis. You can't move. So you just see it out of the corner of your eye. And I noticed that it noticed me. Like even though it didn't have eyes or anything, I just felt that it like was aware that I was looking at it. And then it fucking hovered over my body, and I'm just laying there fucking paralyzed, and then it slowly starts to, like, like smoke, like I was breathing in smoke. Like, what? it went into my fucking body. And then I woke up for real. Then I woke up for real, and, yeah, it happened, and it fucking freaked me out. Like, You're... I couldn't go back to yeah, sleep and that then he, night. And then he woke up, he had a bona, and he was like, fucking, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> right. Bro, on you're not, fucking possessed, dude. On that note, on your possessive bona, wow. let's get into this. <laughs> this is it, baby. This is it, baby. I don't necessarily like people, but I am interested in them. Anybody in the freelance world. What your deal is with freelance and how'd you get into it. Everyone can hear everybody on an open walkie. And that's what we want to do. We want to fucking hear you. And find out their stories and find out what they do and why they do it and how they got into it and yada, yada, yada. And everyone has a different story. We're calling it open walkie. Welcome to open walkie. Who are you? I'm Tony. Who am I? Your rags. Yeah, baby. Who's this? Who's our guest today? Today, Mr. Ragazzino. we have Mr. Ricky Camunello. Close. Yeah, I got it. Pretty I close. close. Camunello. <laughs> it's like, That's made, how the Italians say it. Yeah. It's Camunello. Sounded, it sounded like, we got three Italians here. He made it sound Spanish. Yeah, we <laughs> got three. This is a podcast for three Ginzos today. Yeah. This episode is about Gindalutes. Gindalutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk All about right. pasta and sauce and fucking yeah. not gravy. No. Not gravy. No, no. We, we don't do the gravy. We, I think you. we've had this conversation about that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gravy people are fucking weird. Yep. I actually made sauce yesterday. Oh, because my mom had a little uh, medical procedure over the weekend, so she wasn't like up to cooking or anything like that. So I was like, you know what, mom? Let me be the sauce boy Let today. Me make you hey. some sauce. I'll make a good sauce. I'll make a good sauce, Bobby. <laughs> you know what I don't like about that story is that you didn't bring us any fucking sauce. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's true. My fucking cousin took it all. Ah, oh, God uh, damn. Really? Gino? <laughs> Robin, actually. Petey? I wish it was an Italian Robin. name. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> Robin. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. All right, let's get, give this guy a fucking a fortune cookie here. Let's Rick, see what he Ricky Camagnello. Ricky wow, Camanello. we're going straight to the fortune cookie. Well, this is what we do. This we is love what we it. do. This is great. I love that he knows the format already because yeah. he's listened to some episodes. <laughs> now, that, now that these have actually gone live, people actually listen to them. There's no surprise element anymore. Should I hold this close to the mic? To get the Foley effect. Oh, you going. can you can hear it, baby. I hear it. Crunch. What do we got? This fortune's already I, ready to come I out. I always it's eat a half out. before I read it. That's do just it. how That's I roll. Fine. It's like a wishbone. What's it say? You don't have to be perfect to fulfill your dream. Well, it's good because oh. you're nowhere near perfect, Ricky. There's <laughs> <laughs> still hope for me. Let's go. <laughs> that was a good one, though, because. This podcast is probably not going to be perfect either. No. Yeah, because we 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 suck. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just trying to live your life being a perfectionist though. How fucking boring that would be. I know. And it's like whatever. Is anything ever oh, really God. perfect? Look at this perfectionist no. back here. She's uh 
This cat is really. Uh, she, she likes she you. Won, I know today. she likes me today because she knows that she makes me all fucking itchy. No, I took her. I took her food <laughs> bowl away today because she threw up twice. So I'm like, no more food for you. She Fat eats until ass. she throws up. She does. Like if you keep filling up her bowl, she'll eat and then she'll throw up. I think your cat has an eating disorder. No, I think she's just deaf. I think your cat needs a therapist. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, like always, this uh, this little broadcast is um, recorded live in front of a deaf cat in a studio basement i fuck that up all the time <laughs> it's okay we'll edit that out yeah we'll edit that no we won't it's important information yeah it is but yeah our guest today known him for a few years i uh still don't know how to pronounce his name even though we just said it his last name i nailed it because it's so you're good i don't know i can sp- i can't speak english anyway it's italian it's fine yeah communello communello yeah i know you gotta say it with the italian mm-hmm. slang so Rick, right. Ricky's so, also a camera operator. He's we have a lot of camera department on this yeah. on this show. That's oh, it's like you know, it's like the school lunch table. You know, right? Like, yeah, we're all we're all camera people. Right. So it's like you know, you get exactly. And you know what? We're the ones that never talk on set, so we're letting it all out here. This is what this is about. This, yeah. is, this is the venting podcast. We, vent. no. yeah. <laughs> we try not to vent because this is positive. Yeah. On this thing here, but yeah, Ricky, where are you from? Uh, how'd you get started in this wonderful? wonderful world of industry of okay. uh, freelance. Um, I'm a New Yorker. I'm from uh, Long Island, Nassau County, South Shore. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so it's a big difference from the North Shore, actually. We pride ourselves on being the scumbags of Long Island. That's why we always got to say South Shore, not North Shore. It's yeah. like the Staten Island of Long Island is the South Shore. It's kind of the same on Staten Island. The South Shore people are like uh, fucking losers. And then the North Shore people, that's like the old money. So like yeah. old money's on the North, new money piece of shit it's on the south exactly you know the deal yep. so how is new money a piece of shit because they're they fucking they spend baby they they don't they're a bunch of fucking bunch of spenders they don't know how to get the loots yeah exactly yeah. they fucking right. flash their dollars around exactly so uh yeah i decided in high school that i wanted to uh write screenplays so i actually started this business on the writing end of it uh, wrote a few short scripts, uh, then submitted it to SUNY Purchase Film Conservatory. Got accepted based on the uh, the scripts that I wrote. Never oh, shot anything. Nice. And uh, I just wanted to go to film school to learn how to film what I write. Just so like I don't hand my screenplay over to some schmo and, and they ruin the film. You right, know? yeah. Uh, little did I know that I would that's completely gonna happen abandon. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna... A, that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and B, that I would never write a thing after college and just go like dive headfirst into cinematography yeah. so yeah go figure well that's what happens i mean you stop working you stop making money and you're like oh, i'm making more money and then you just kind of throw off the throw off the goal pretty right. much but, shit on the dream shit on the dream but i never knew how cool cinematography would end up being either you know i had no idea i thought it was like a pretty like long boring process but actually like this is where all the magic is made it's just us you know our eyes, you yeah. Know. You get so. to well, you know. I mean, in reality TV, you get to be as creative as you know. There's like a limit on your creativity. Correct. Depending right, yeah. on what show. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. It's like, yeah. Depending competition show, multicam can't really be all that creative. There's no like, you don't go out on B-roll missions or anything True. like that. B-rolls where we uh, is where we really can be creative. Otherwise, for sure, it's just kind of coverage. But yeah, what was, what was your first job getting into this? Like actually, like you know starting up um 
I'm going to skip the first job because it was an overnight post PA and I was doing literally nothing except like getting people's late night takeout orders. And that's the best stuff, and stuff to like talk that. about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably where I, I was working with like an older PA who like showed me like all these conspiracy theories and like got me scared as shit. Like like going to the bathroom at night because like he was showing me like alien videos and and like all this crazy shit is this so. before you saw the black cloud yeah he's... before i saw the black cloud Whoa. so Hold on, Rick, he may yeah. have introduced the black cloud I'm wow. you can see black clouds you get a bona then some guy <laughs> takes you into a dark closet yes i may have been <laughs> okay, i may so... have been raped at <laughs> my overnight <laughs> what is going on with ricky's starting in this business this episode is brought to you by therapy <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, after that, uh, it was with uh, do we do we go into company names or not even company names? Just keep it whatever you want to do. Anonymous. But we don't edit this stuff, so yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was Danger one aspect. particular company, same company. Uh, I got my first onset job being a PA for recreation shows, which is cool because it was a really small crew. The DP was the gaffer, also pretty much. So I was I was like his main grip. That fucking buzz, yeah, dude. I don't know buzz, what's up dude. with that. It's, that, it's the teddy bear that's no, holding the it fuck, together. The fucking teddy bear is trying to get a, get the buzz out of you. <laughs> get the buzz out of you. <laughs> this is a professional podcast, Ricky. All right? It is, yeah. I told we, Drew this. You can't tolerate that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, backtracking, uh, I worked on a uh, recreation show where it was basically just the DP, me, and the story producers, and like the assistant story producer. So, I was basically the grip for the DP. He had a nice little Ari kit. He had some divas, gels, all that stuff. So, like, my first foray was actually more gripping than ACing. He let me, like, focus stuff up a little bit and, like, stuff like that. But it was, like, pretty well-rounded for, like, a first, like, on-set job because I got a little bit of lighting, a little bit of camera. So that was kind of cool. And I, I stayed in the recreation world for, I think, a little too long because... When I got my first AC job, I wasn't really uh, prepared at all for what what was to come. That was like a real run and gun reality show. Oh, was the recreation show kind of show kind of like a uh, like a laid back type of, yeah. type of deal? Yeah, yeah. It was it was Change more what I was used to. It was just like student films. It was like you right. get your you know shitty actors and you get your like little Ari lighting kit and you put stuff together and it's more like a student film. Yeah, you just yeah. kind of stand by. Yeah, right. Pretty much. And then you jump on a run and gun show. Multicam, yeah. HDXs, Multi-cam, 900s. Yep. Oh, the 900s with the tapes. I Ooh, love them. Love them. Yeah. Still being used today. Are they? Who's? Yeah. Wow. I've seen them. I haven't seen them one in a while. No, I don't know. Some shows, but. A couple yeah. shows. The ones that don't want to. It's usually Post that doesn't want to change over their whole. Yeah. Like, it's setup, like if you have so, a long yeah. running thing that's used the same camera over and over again, they, they do it. Right. They're going to stick with it. It's kind of a dinosaur, but. Oh, it's definitely a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like right above beta. Yeah. So th- that was fun too. Uh so I thought I was going into interview for this for this job to be an AC, not like a first AC, like whatever. I'd be an AC. I, I thought I'd be like a second or maybe even like a third or whatever. Yeah. Um I walk in and the coordinator's like, Cool, you're the first AC. See that room over there? There's a room full of pelicans stacked up to to like my head. Uh, that's your gear. Do do your whole uh, build and everything. And I at this point, I didn't even know like what a build what, was, like what what a, what a prep day was. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to do? And for anyone that doesn't know this industry, pelicans, not the actual bird pelicans, <laughs> not a bunch of birds stacked up. They're, they're, they're cases. Yeah, yeah. So not only did I 
passed my interview, but I was given the first AC job when I really was never even a second on on like a multicam run and gun show before. And uh, I was building these cameras with the little Starlinks, the old school Starlinks. Oh, man, oh, the, the Starlinks. used to burn uh, the shit out of you. They would get so hot. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know how to get them hot at that point. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't plugged in. I remember, like, the director was standing outside, and, like, I was asking him how shit like that worked, and he was, like, kind of rolling his eyes. Like, I was... Yeah, like, you don't ask the director oh, that. Right, like, yeah. It's like, aren't you the AC? Hey, I'm supposed to be actually in charge of this, but can you do it? <laughs> no. Who You're not doing anything, kid? right? I didn't know any of this any of this stuff at the time, but uh, but, yeah, that was that. So should I keep going? No, that's, about the, that that's the best. That's the best thing about like just starting out because there's always something where you're like you think you know what you're doing and then you like get handed some shit and you're like fuck yeah no like, what the hell it. is yeah what is this shit this used to happen all the time yeah you just kind of Google it as you're building yeah. it <laughs> basically that's what I did yeah you guys know a guy by the name of Pete Dorman no yes no Pete he uh, he came onto the show like halfway through and. Shout out to Pete if he's listening. He's uh, he taught me everything I knew as as an AC because I was doing everything the wrong way, and he came in and he like whipped me into shape for the whole rest of that season. And, nice. Uh, yeah, that was like my first real like boot camp into the world. We're now all in. That's interesting. Everybody has that one guy that like kind of <laughs> took him under their arm. Like when JB was on here, we have like the same mentor, and he just like kind of takes you under his wing and shows you the ropes. And yeah, Rags. We've established that Rags likes to be under wings. I'm under wings. Buds, birds a of a feather. Birds of a feather fly together. <laughs> That's right. Ducks fly together. Is it mine? Is it my headphones? Up, oh, I'm out. You're I'm back. Out. It's like we're being wiretapped over it's here. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> too many Italians in one room. It is. <laughs> it can't handle all the Italianness. Oh, oh god! Holy shit! <laughs> it's happening. I'm gonna hold on to this. All right, let's go. We got right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bear! What the fuck is happening? All right, so there we go. There we go. Okay. Oh, oh man. <laughs> nobody move! So you sure we don't? Oh, need it? Hold on, my oh. food's here. We got we got food anyway. We're get, we're gonna come back after this. Watch, it's gonna be perfect as soon as Rags gets out of I'm here. I'm just kidding. We're not gonna cut. We're going with it. We're Rags, Rags eats every every hour, maybe. He's like the fattest skinny kid I know. It's like he just ate a sandwich and he's like, guys, I'm fucking hungry. You guys hungry? Yeah. I'm going to fucking order some food. He's got the metabolism of a fucking 15-year-old. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on with him. But God bless him, though. Yeah, anyway. All that stuff. Um, yeah, growing up in Long Island and stuff like that, you always wanted to come to the city? Or Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. My mom worked in the city always and she used to take me when I was a kid. And uh, I just always thought that was the place to be. Long Island was just like, it's it's 45 minutes away from the city. Like, why would I want to be in Long Island when, I mean, Long Island's pretty good in the summer, though. You got to come out to the beach. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, the city's always where it's at. I got people I grew up with that never leave Long Island and stay in the city. And I mean, that, like, that goes, goes for everything. It's like you grow up somewhere and it's like you never leave. And I don't, I've never been like that. I've always been like, fuck, I don't want to be where I grew up you yeah. know i was just there yeah <laughs> rags, rags never, never left no 
I just went to Atlantic City with uh, with all my Staten Island boys. Oh wow! Played some craps, some blackjack. Wow! Yeah. I'm gonna be in Vegas after the season's over. Oh I'm really? Pumped about that. Yeah, my voice just cracked on air. That it's was okay. the one thing I wanted to not do. It's it happens. Puberty sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Thirty <laughs> year old puberty. You're gonna start noticing some changes, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, Ricky Ricky has some cool hobbies though. So, uh, what what hobbies you got going on there? Uh, a couple couple things. Uh, so I like to play wiffle ball. Oh, you yeah, I'm do a big that? wiffle ball player. I haven't played wiffle ball in years. Yeah, man, it's fun. It's it's a whole underground thing. There's like a lot of really good athletes that play wiff. Yeah, you play in like a league, don't you, or something like that? Or I, I used to. I don't play anymore. There's there's a couple of leagues. A couple political things happen. I had to pull out of one out of loyalty for for a friend of mine. But uh, it's it's good stuff, man. It, if you were a baseball player back in the day, like wiffle oh, ball, yeah. it checks all the boxes. You got all kinds of pitches. You got, you know, you the got pitches I, are crazy with a wiffle ball. You could throw some fucking nutty pitches. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I have four pitches. I'm I'm a better pitcher than I am a hitter. But uh, you throw the knuckler. No, there's so there's a screwball, there's a slider, there's a riser, and there's, oh, a, the riser. there's a sinker. Yeah, I think the last time I played wiffle ball was fucking eight years ago or something like that just because yeah. i don't have enough friends to get together to fucking wow. play wiffle ball dude most of the guys i play with are from new england they're from the uh peabody peabody area ah, peabody? yeah peabody yeah i went to school in salem peabody's the next city over there's the work like, there it's not peabody a lot, a lot of good new peabody. england whiffers tony a lot of good ones yeah. some of the best you know any from medford good athletes from uh, probably massachusetts you know, fucking medford um and then yeah uh i'm a beat maker that's right. I make fire beats. Fire beats. <laughs> yeah. You make Fuego. that fucking hot lava. <laughs> you know that fucking magma? Magma, <laughs> exactly. melting. Liquid hot. Hell yeah. Uh, rap al dente. Rap al dente. Yeah, I, I was just really name. high one day driving, listening to one of my beats, and I was like, yo, this shit's al dente. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, it. Shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, you can look me up on SoundCloud. A lot of good, uh, they call it like the lo-fi beats genre now. That's what Do you have I to pay for them? The no. Oh, well, there you go. No, yeah, I was going to say, if I have to pay for them, I'm not looking it up. Nah, fuck, fuck that. It. What does lo-fi mean? I don't know. It's not. It's it's more like sample-based and mm-hmm. like light percussion, and it's not like a million different like EDM tracks. It's more like you loop a sample, and then you play some drums over it, maybe like a few like chill sound effects yeah. over it, and that's it. Do people buy your beats and uh, and like lace them into their... I've sold like three or four. But um, really? I'm not really like an enterpriser with it. I just like to share share what I got. And like, if someone like writes something to my beat, I'm like usually just stoked that they even did that. So I'll just like let them have it. You know? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You can yeah. give uh, Swizz Beats a uh, run for his money. Ooh. Wow, I could. I you could. Know? Swizzy, me and him go way back. Al dente versus Swizz. Do you work wow. any of the the Spanish you're learning into your beats? Like, do you do any oh, like yeah. voiceovers? Like. Bochata. <laughs> um, Just coming in. I've sampled like, some uh, Mexican band guys. Yeah, yeah. I I do mostly more sampling because because their sound is really good. So I've used their samples in a few of my beats, like mariachi stuff. How is the Spanish Kinda. coming now? Cool. Kind of. You you almost you almost fluent. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Actually, my girlfriend's parents told me last time I was in Puerto Rico that uh, my Spanish got a lot better. So. I'm riding high off of that compliment right now. Yeah, it's not fluent by any stretch. You, you kept us afloat in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Put it this way: I could watch Narcos, and like, if I'm like 
getting food or something and they're talking in the background, I could understand most of what they're saying right, and not without anything. needing to read the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So I mean, yeah, if, if my girlfriend spoke fluent Spanish and lived in Puerto Rico, I would definitely try to learn it too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, nice, yeah. Though. Anytime there, I'm watching anime, I can't leave because it's all subtitled. <laughs> I clearly don't speak Japanese. <laughs> so if I leave, I, like if I go to answer the door to get some food, I'm going to miss a lot of stories. You're screwed. You got to pause it. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I got to rewind and shit. I think it's hilarious that Rags loves anime I so much. I fucking love anime. It's so amazing. Yeah, I, I never got into it. Me neither. Oh, man, you but the people that out. love it, they really love it. You're missing out. <laughs> Want to talk about anime? Let's go, baby. Let's talk about. <laughs> We're in a, I'm going to pull your microphone. Well, you, you oh, had a right. friend. You had a friend segment the other week, so he's trying to get his revenge from the friend segment. That is true. Yeah. yeah, but you know you can't like. So me and Ricky, we don't watch anime. You can't. What are you going to talk to yourself about it? Yeah, I'll talk you can to talk to Maze because I'll tell you guys in full detail about Maze. will listen Hunter to you Hunter. just as much as me and Ricky will about anime. I'll tell you about some My Hero Academia. Let's go, baby. Wow. Oh, God, let's fucking go. Let's give Ricky a what's in the box. Oh, you want a what's, what's in the box? What's in the box question? What's in the box? Do you, do you know what's in the box? No, he doesn't know what's in the box. Can't wait, Bart it's Scott. Can't sounds wait. like some questions. Who's it from? Read read who's it from first and then read the question. From Jill Oshry. Ooh. Hair and makeup. Jill's a hair and makeup This is the artist. new one. Yeah. Oh, wow. This question what just came in. What intrigues you to stay in the freelance industry rather than getting a normal job? That's and by question. normal job, it's probably like a nine to five. You yeah. Know? Like, like a which desk Which we job. don't have. That. Yeah. No. Intrigues? I mean, I don't know if stuff intrigues me anymore at this point. You know, because we've been in it for a while. Yeah. I don't know if intrigued is the word, but I will say I've had regular jobs in the past. And even though the hours might be less and the work might not be as like standing up and like physically demanding as as what we do is, uh, it's just not as fun. It's not as like, like, I feel like when I come into work every morning, you're doing something different. You know, you're not like sitting in the same place, like doing the same stuff. The repetition isn't there. Like there's new stuff being thrown at you all the time. Granted, you know, I've been mainly on one show for the last couple of years, but, mm-hmm. uh, but there's other shows that I've been on travel jobs. Like I feel like we don't, we don't have like an unlimited time doing the one thing we do. Once that's over, we're doing something yeah. completely different and that's yeah. cool. I think we all have ADD. And that's what is keeping us in t- in the uh, the freelance. Well, and it gives you the option to go do something else. Like sure. you, you don't like if you, you work in it long enough and you job. you know save up money and everything, then you don't have to take a job. Right? Like, yeah, like you Rags can say just no. said, yeah. you can say no and you can go do stuff. And it you know it allows actually the intriguing part for you should be that your girlfriend lives in Puerto Rico and it's like yeah. you can go see her yeah, a lot more than. Just sure. on weekends, like right. if you just had weekends, you on. don't have to request vacation yeah, time. Exactly, send yeah. it all the way down through HR and up the ladder and back nah, down the ladder. Screw that. You don't know how to do that. that that's what corporate people do, <laughs> man. Do that. That's what cool. all the corporate no, people do. Yeah, do Rex has a lot of union friends. He knows yeah. how that goes. I've seen movies. I know. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how it works. Oh man! But yeah, no, I, I definitely just think there's like so much less monotony in what what we do yeah and that's the bottom line right 
I know I get bored real easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like change all the time. This I is need change. This is the longest I've lived somewhere in New York. Like every I've lived in New York for almost 10 years and every 2 years I move. Yeah. Just I mean move within the city. Right. But yeah, to a new apartment. This apartment I'm going on like 3 years and now I'm like how the fuck can I get out of here? Cause I, get, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like I'm going nuts cuz I need a change. You, everything here feels pretty permanent. Yeah, I, I don't I think mean, you're going anywhere. Yeah, my house, my house is lived in. I mean, it's. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've 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 pissed on this fire hydrant. <laughs> great question, question by territory. the way, Jill. Keep yeah. listening. That was a good that question. was a great one. Good one. Um, yeah. What's the What's the end goal for you, Ricky? Like, um, just end goal. life or job? Like, what do you hope to do in your profession? Well, right now, I'm I'm mainly in reality and. Uh, I don't see myself in the long run being in reality for the most part. I like it. Um, it's a great paycheck. It's got long runs, which is a great thing that not many of us have in this industry. Um, I want to get back to working on films. I mean, I went to film school. Uh, I just feel like I was a little too like enamored with making the money first. And uh, I think now that I'm in a little bit more of a financially flexible position to kind of get back to maybe taking a back seat on the money front and doing some more projects that, that I've been wanting to, you know, pay more attention to. Uh, I want to get back into DPing like films and stuff like that. Hopefully that'll uh, help me to write again because, you know, I'll be jealous of the people that are writing the scripts that I'm shooting for. Right. And then I'll be like, all right, I'll do that. Well, you just DP'd like a cool uh, little scripted thing. I don't know if you could talk about that or not. I did. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a proof of concept for a horror movie. I hope we get greenlit. Uh, the director's going in some meetings now, yeah. finalizing you know the terms for that. Sounds promising, but uh, it's it's a really cool opportunity for uh, for me to to start on that path of. Getting it looks back fucking beautiful, man. You showed it to me, and it looks it's thank you, really dude. great work, dude. Like it really looks beautiful. Thank you. It really does. Thank you. And we had like no prep time either. Like we switched locations at the last second. And I was like, "Well, that sounds about right." And there were giant windows new. where the sun like was like bleeding in, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, "We don't have like five rolls of duve. Like, what are we gonna do?" We ended up just waiting for the sun to go down and uh, worked with just the lights we had. And yeah, it ended up looking really good. It I'm did. pretty happy with it. I mean, the Alexa helped, and the uh, 1.8 f-stop helped. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you had like a steady cam guy with you the whole time that was like a... Yeah, he he was uh doing the heavy lifting for the most part. Right. So it was cool to kinda just like be behind the scenes, pull focus and just like kinda direct the action. Yeah. So yeah, I wanna I wanna do more of that stuff. I, I hope you get greenlit and if you do, I really I wanna see the end product. Thank like, you. I'm really I'm excited yeah. to see that. Thank you. Could I haven't be this seen spring. it, but I'd love to watch people's work. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll show you afterwards. It's still all like in log, like none of it's color corrected yet, but uh, it's good. Good. It's it's pretty good action. Yeah, nice. it's all a single take. That I love that too. What's what's a job you would do if you didn't work in this industry? Hmm. I know it's a tough one, but like if someone was like, "You can't do this anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here." <laughs> um. Well, if. Like if I face value, if someone offered me any type of job in the world, I would probably be like a like a football coach. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah know, like that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, 
how much we talk about sports, we could easily do a sports podcast, the three of us. Right, so, yeah. No. I, During fantasy season? Yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely. It's fucking raps. Yeah, sports sports management, like being a GM, something like that. Like, yeah. I, I, would, I would love to be a GM. Um, I don't know. Also, I could see myself, like, kind of being, like, a like a teacher of some sort, you know, I, I, I Fuck that. I'm a decent communicator. <laughs> <laughs> Tony feels differently about I that. I feel a lot differently about that. Teaching. Are you kidding? Can you Not picture me like a public school teacher? Like, you? Yeah. Standing I mean, up in front of kids. Yeah. You no. don't have the patience for a no, bunch I don't of have fucking the teenagers. For, no yeah. way. <laughs> well, not like a, like a school teacher. I mean, more like a Mr. Miyagi type of thing. Oh, you want to oh. be Mr. Miyagi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Karate I would choose, like, one protege, <laughs> and I would impart all my life's lessons onto them. I feel like I would be pretty good at that. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the second Italian karate kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hit me up, Machio. <laughs> Karatini. What's Mr. Miyagi doing these days? Is he dead? I don't know. <laughs> did we, he die? Was it? Did he croak? We determined was, Aretha Franklin is dead, and on this episode, we yeah. we can uh, determine if Mr. Miyagi's dead. All right, yeah. Let's just I hope up. he's alive. Let's just kill yeah, off I hope everybody he's alive too. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody survives this podcast. No. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. So you want to be like a life coach? That's like. Yeah. That's I, essentially what I could do. That I could, you know. You know who needs a life coach? Who? These two guys. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. We need a fucking life coach. Now, you guys are impenetrable. Impenetrable. <laughs> 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 that's right. Maybe the uh, sleep paralysis ghost could get to you, but you dude, know, that's, that's a, between yeah. you and the Yo, ghost. I was getting chills while you were telling me that story, bro. That's a fucking creepy, crazy story. Yeah. It was crazy. A cloud? Are you sure it wasn't a nightmare? Or you it, were like awake? Well, it was... It, like sleep paralysis is a nightmare, ba- nightmare, basically. It's like a dream within a dream. But your eyes are open? Yes. Like, I woke up in the exact place where I actually was, but what happened was, had to have been a dream also, because I also woke up from that. So it was like a two-layered dream, like, it being in the same place. Right. It's like some, uh, what's that movie? With fucking Inception. 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 It, it's a crazy movie. Sort of like Inception, that yeah. Fucking brain. The first time I watched that, I was so confused, and I watched it again, and I was so confused. And then I, the third time, the third time, I was like, "This is fucking awesome." That's Christopher Nolan in a nutshell, right? Yeah. And then Dunkirk was just like it was the opposite of that. It was, it was so unconfusing. It was just like the yeah. most like straightforward laying out of events. Yeah, ever. It, I, I like yeah, Dunkirk. I th- I, it was okay. I thought it was very dull, though. I, I saw know, it in too. IMAX. I was a little, I was a little so, bored. Yeah, it was awesome to see it in IMAX. I feel like that's that's where you got to see that movie. Yeah, it's not going to work on a thirty-two well, inch he did fucking was, Hitachi. Was sick. I saw some of the behind the scenes, and he put like a IMAX. He basically custom built an IMAX camera into a World War II jet, and and like in order to get the pans and tilts he wanted, he had to like have like engineers actually like build shit. On, yeah. on it. Pretty cool. That's so cool, man. That's pretty awesome. I love that kind of shit. I love when like. Uh, you see a movie and then you watch the behind the scenes on like some crazy complicated shot that they got like like Children of Men. Like remember that scene when they were in the car? That long take. They like built this whole rig that would uh, move from like from the front seat to the back seat and then like outside the car to back inside oh, the yes, car. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. It's like this insane dolly system inside the car that just – it was amazing. It, unless you've seen it. You have I love that movie. Quaron's amazing. Yeah. So good, and uh, that's why I'm quiet. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it, <laughs> dude. You need to see Children of Men. 
What a fucking so movie. So good. It's on Netflix. Speaking of children, men, Ricky Ricky uh, went to an all-guys Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Well, tell us like about that. that. <laughs> tell us about oh, man. Coming up with an all-guys Catholic school. For any Long Islanders <laughs> listening to this, I'm not going to name drop the school, but it's the all-guys Catholic high school in Long Island. There's only one of them. What was and, prom uh, like? Oh, we didn't we didn't have a prom. <laughs> We didn't have a prom. We we had a junior prom, and we were supposed to have a senior prom, but this was right at the time. Uh, you guys probably never got the newspapers because you lived in you lived in Massachusetts. You lived in Staten Island, but there was a big yeah. thing in New York back in '06 where the Catholic school principals got together and were like, "There's too many immoral things going on after the proms with the houses they rent out and the orgies that go on." The orgies. So our solution to that is we're just going to cancel all the proms. And my senior class was the first class to be the guinea pigs for that. So they just straight up canceled our senior prom. We never had one. That sucks, man. No, but I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, this, I, I never went to Catholic school or Me anything either. like that. Yeah, the closest I got went to CCD. And yeah. then, yeah, all that CCD. stuff. What's CCD? CCD. You know what CCD is? I don't know what it's called. Like, what is it? Catholic... Something, something, something. Detention, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I, I still remember me and one of my buddies, like when we were like little, we used to get in there and like you're supposed to be learning shit, and like we would just throw crayons at each other, <laughs> and then they'd separate us. But it was the worst thing because they'd put us on either side of the room, and we just throw crayons further away. Yeah. But how and do you get like, put into it? Like, but they it, confirm you anyway, so it's like I got, I got confirmed. I, you know, uh, yeah, you know the stuff. It's like an after-school Catholic thing. I'm surprised like they don't know about religious it. Religious ed, basically, to prepare you for your sacraments. Yes, yes. exactly. Gotcha. It's really surprising that you don't know. Did you have? Did you call it something else? Yeah, we religion, like religion class. Just religion class. Yeah, but this was after school. CC. Right. Yeah, after school. Yeah, they that, prepped you for uh, your confirmation and stuff. That's like CCD. That. Yeah, that's CCD. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, yeah. See, Medford, Staten Island, fucking same thing. Yeah, same shit. <laughs> we really do come from the same place. Same. You and I. No one else calls it CCD. Somebody yeah. else. Uh, this just guy called it religion. Religious and it shows, shows how religious that we are. We don't even know what CCD stands yeah, for. Fucking, all we got was Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Catholic, Catholic something. something, something. Yeah. yeah. If anyone listening out here, send us an email. Yeah. Because we don't. We couldn't Google it. We're not going to Google it. No. Fuck Google. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What's, Shit. What's I'm some fucked. advice, Ricky, that you would give to anybody coming up in this industry of us oh man i heard a couple of really good ones so far that were given out don't copy i'm not going to copy i'm not going to copy uh but i would just say don't expect instant gratification because a lot of the people that come from uh film school or whatever they have this whole big vision in their heads of what what the world's going to be like what their experience in the industry is going to be and it's going to turn out there's a lot of like waiting behind other people and just like learning how to do shit the right way and not the way it was like taught to you in a bubble in school, you know? And I remember in the beginning I was, I was frustrated with that, you know, but, uh, no, you got to learn how to do it the right way from the real people who are actually making money. And I know I'm kind of piggybacking off steel because steel's whole thing was like, you know, just listen and be quiet. It's everybody's thing. Everybody said that. Everybody's advice basically. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's the best advice you can get. It is. Yeah. Seriously, you know, when you when you're coming up, like yeah, that's all that stuff. There's and a reason everybody's giving the same advice. It's, it's very it's repetitive good advice. <laughs> yeah, it's very repetitive. But 
yeah, it is good advice. If you think on your first day on set, you can like just come up to the director and be like, it would be really cool if, if we just did it this way yeah, instead right. of this way. Like, you're going to get smacked. So I, I'm just I would to... love to be a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> I would love to just sit back and be like, let's see how this turns out. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking new kid. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no teacher's pets in the in the film industry. It's no. just you got you to gotta just shut up and, and figure out figure it out on your own. Yeah. Don't yeah. fuck it up. That's good. Anyway, yeah, it's about that time. This Ricky. is where we tell you to get out of here. No, but before that, I just oh. want everyone to know that Ricky likes trap music. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here with that trap music. Bro. Yo, that's yeah. the drip, bro. He loves the drip. the drip facts. All right. <laughs> drip your all way all over there. Yeah. Well, Drip your way out of here. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, got I, got so you. I just wanted to thank you guys for having me on. Thanks yeah, for coming. Dude, pleasure. I, I couldn't think of two better ambassadors hey. to, to go on this journey in the film hey. industry hey. with. Yeah. Hey. 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 All right. Do I just say bye? See you? No, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. See ya. Later. Bye. Until then, this episode is recorded in a studio basement live in front of a deaf cat. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. <laughs>